Find us on Infendo.com and join our Discord and ask a question in the question block. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is episode number 707, I think. Um, Justin will tell me if I'm wrong. How are you tonight, Justin? I am doing well. I have to look it up as usual, but yes, it looks like it is 707. Man, I'm like seven weeks in a row. I'm going to uh, 3D print myself a medal. Um, so, uh, yeah, how are you doing tonight, Justin? Anything to plug this evening? Uh, how's the holiday shopping going? Uh, I think the holiday shopping is finally done. Uh, got the last uh, got the last package in the mail yesterday. Um, so now it's just a matter of wrapping everything. Nice, yeah. I've, uh, I think I have a few things coming from like AliExpress, you know, like the, the, uh, Chinese shipping. So it's like 14, 21 days type of thing, but, um, we're, we're almost there. We're, we're getting there. And then I'm, those are going in stockings, I think. But, um, yeah, Justin, thank you for joining me tonight. It is episode 707. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, surprisingly. So let's just get right into it. Um, I have a, saw a lot of stuff coming in, into my feed. Uh, most of this is from Nintendo Life, I guess, so in case you care about that stuff uh, for sources. But yeah, Miyazaki apparently is in the news, but not in the way you expect. Um, the Zelda movie director wants the film to feel like a live-action Miyazaki, I guess. Um, that came out of an interview with Entertainment Weekly. Um, so I don't know what that means because obviously Miyazaki <laughs> is a... Uh, uh, animated, you know, film designer dude. But um, yeah, what do you think about that, Justin? Does that make you I, feel any better about this project? I mean, Miyazaki has always been a an influence on the Zelda series, so it makes sense. I don't sure. know what that means visually. Maybe there's just going to be like some sort of high contrast filter applied so that it you know, it's live action, but it has the brightness and saturation of animation. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. Um, I'm eager to find out who is uh, who who is going to be cast in this because, um, you know, with with an animated movie like Super Mario Brothers, you can cast people you wouldn't expect as the characters because they don't have to look like them. Like, you know, didn't matter that. Uh, Chris Pratt doesn't look anything like Mario because he's just doing the voice. Um, right, with, right. With Zelda being live action, I'm I'm really curious who is going to be cast as like Link and Zelda and Ganondorf and all that. I mean, Orlando Bloom's already way too old to be playing Link, and that <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah, that was the no shoe in. Maybe it's Tom Holland. That would have been. That's actually not a bad idea. Um, I don't know. It's going to be somebody British, though. That's for sure. They want, they're going to want somebody with that kind of dialect, I have a feeling. Yeah, and I'm sure he's going to talk, maybe. Um, I'm sure uh, Link is going to talk at, at some point in the movie. I don't think they're going to make him completely silent. So, yeah, I think if he's going to talk, he'll probably have either a, a British accent or a faux British accent. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm excited for the movie for sure, but I just don't know what this quote means in the slightest, you know? Like, what the heck is a live-action, <laughs> um, you know, Studio Ghibli movie, basically? Like, I, I just, it's just weird. But um, if he can pull it off, if they can make this into, like, a uh, like a franchise that works, I'm, I'll watch all of them, you know? Like, they, there's lots of um, lore that you can pull from from the Zelda universe, so I, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm already uh, eager for either the uh, whatever the Mario sequel is going to be, or they already announced a Donkey Kong movie is going to be coming out sometime. So, you know, if 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 those movies are at least as good as the Mario movie, you know, that was that was, you know, it wasn't a an Oscar winner or anything like that, but it was entertaining. So I I'll go see them. I, I really loved the Mario movie. It was like one of my favorite um, animated movies that I watched this year. And I, lo I watch a lot of animated movies because I have a, a toddler. Um, uh, but it was well, a... Uh, no, no accounting um, for taste with uh, toddlers' uh, choice in animated movies. <laughs> 
Look, I'll, I'll watch the Mario movie a hundred times uh, before I watch um, Paw Patrol once. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'll, I, there's there, there's definitely some uh, some good um, movies that you can take out of that. It, it, there, it's funny, you know, it's colorful, it's uh, it's a beautiful movie for sure. Did you ever get to the chance to watch it in 3D? By the way, I, I linked you that. Um, I it was like a, I don't even remember what it was anyway. I think it's like Vimo or one of the weird services. But anyways, did you get the chance oh. to watch it? I mean, I saw it in 3D in the theater, uh, but uh, no, I don't. I don't think I got the link that you sent me. It would be it would be cool to be able to watch it in 3D at home or you know on in VR or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, okay, well, uh, I guess that's kind of it for that news topic, but let's roll right into the next one. Um, Speaking Super, of Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, Super Nintendo World um, is going to be uh, introducing the Donkey Kong expansion, and that's coming spring 2024 in Japan. Um, so no word yet on that state side, but I'm actually really excited for that. I haven't been to a theme park in a hot minute, and I think I would honestly rather go to the Nintendo theme park and see like you know the Harry Potter stuff even than Disney at this point. But um, what are you? What are your thoughts? I know you're a Disney kid. Are you excited about the Universal Studios expansion of the the Mario stuff, the Nintendo stuff? I am. I have not been to Universal Studios since about 2007, 2008, so a lot has changed since I was last there. Um, I don't know when our next trip to any theme park is going to be, but if it is after... If if it is after um, Epic Universe opens, then we'll probably do try to try to do both resorts. You know, like one day per park per you know, because the Universal parks, if they're if they're the same as they were back then, you could do a park a day easily. Um, but yeah, it, it hasn't. I don't think it's been officially announced that Super Nintendo World is coming to. Uh, Florida, but based on the uh, concept art that's been officially released, it's pretty obvious that it's going to be in the new park. Like there, there's a whole section of the park that looks exactly like the the you know one in Hollywood and uh, mm -hmm. and and Tokyo. Couldn't remember where the other one was. And sure. uh, there's a section that looks like it's going to be Donkey Kong themed, so um, hopefully we'll we'll get the whole thing. Especially considering you know Florida's behind everybody else at this point. Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, I I would probably go to the California one uh, before the Florida one personally, just because I haven't uh, I've been to the. Florida theme parks uh, before um, the California ones, and I haven't been to Disneyland well, you live closer to in California than Florida. Yeah. Th that's that's also true. We can drive there in like twelve hours, um, but I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like a kid, you know. So I've I've been to Disney World a bunch of times when I've been when I was an adult. Since I've been an adult, so I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else? What if else anybody wants Let's to pay move. for it, I'll go to to either of them any of them you know <laughs> we yeah could, we could call it a research trip <laughs> yeah i well maybe we'll have to start a gofundme let's send eugene and justin to disney <laughs> tokyo um okay um beyond good and evil just got announced sort of um having a 20th anniversary edition it didn't really get announced though because it got leaked um it was listed on the microsoft store um briefly and then like you know people picked up on that and then ubisoft just kind of came out on twitter they're like ah you got us um and they kind of announced it early so uh i did really like the Beyond Good and Evil game back on the GameCube. I know you said that, you know, pre-show, you hadn't really played it much, but um, what, what are your thoughts on this one? Do you have a, are you going to pick it up, I guess, if it, the remaster comes out, maybe? Yeah, I mean, especially if it comes out on the Switch, you know, that's usually a guarantee that I'll, that I'll get a game just to try it out. Um, I have Beyond Good and Evil on my Xbox. I don't know whether I bought it. I feel like I bought it years ago. Um, but it may have also been a, uh, a Game Pass thing. 
but sure. um, I've never played it. I've always heard good things about it. I know they're working on a long-awaited sequel. Who who made Beyond Good and Evil? Ubisoft. Uh, like like who was the the developer designer director? Oh person? yeah, it was. Um, I, I, I keep talking and I'll look it up real quick. And I know it's somebody <laughs> I, notable. I feel like I feel like it was a Double Fine Studios. Um, the guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I think it's the same guy who did Epic Mickey. Uh, but I could be wrong there. It uh, was it was somebody in Ubisoft. I'm looking at it right at the Wikipedia right now. But uh, let's see. Developed by Ubisoft, Yeez Guillermo was the, the producer. Um, and uh, designer is Michael Ansel and um, Sebastian Morin. I think those are probably people that did like Rayman and stuff. It lo- I think is what they're probably more notable for. Uh, yeah, M- Michael okay. Ansel is thought, the creator of Rayman. I thought Beyond Good and Evil was okay. I thought that that was de- that was uh, designed by somebody somebody else then okay no yeah it's uh, uh, talking about (laughs) it's a straight up uh um french ubisoft joint like you know the yeah that's like the old guard at at ubisoft it too like michael incel he's guillermo those are like you know the the two people i know from over there anyways yeah that's that's from that's from that's from way back i i remember hearing about beyond good and evil that was I think that came out on the original Xbox, even. Yeah, so original I think they were, and the PlayStation Two as well. Yep, original Xbox, PlayStation Two, PC, I think too. But GameCube, um, yeah. GameCube. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's that's an old old game. Two, but uh, two thousand three, I was doing, in high school. Um. So is is Ubisoft doing the uh? doing the remaster internally or are they farming that out to somebody it looks like they're doing it internally that's what um, it sounds like yeah i don't know that we've gotten many details i kind of have a feeling that they were waiting to announce this at the game awards in two days um as of the time of the recording anyways that this feels like a game awards announcement yeah, may have been one of those things that that slipped out, or maybe they want to get some buzz so that they can show a trailer or something. Sure. Um, yeah. It's it's not a game that I've ever played, but it's always been on my radar because it's you know on a lot of people's best game ever uh, lists. So sure. I'll definitely give it a give it a try someday. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if it's going to come out, if the remaster is going to come out on Switch, then I'll definitely you know probably pick it up on a sale if it's game pass eligible then i'll definitely download it whether i'll actually play it i don't know right yeah if game pass is if it's on game pass it's going to get a play for me you know like i don't if even if it's like a five minutes or whatever i i'll give it a shot so right uh um all right well speaking of the game awards um nintendo put out a uh video earlier in the week i think it was uh last uh, late last week but anyways they were like hey guys uh tears of the kingdom is uh getting nominated at the game awards you should go watch it um because i think they know that they're probably gonna win that award like that's <laughs> it seems pretty obvious to me that that's gonna be the consensus but hey you never know like there was a lot of really good games that came out this year so i i guess it's not necessarily a shoe-in hell there are a lot of really good games that came out on the switch this year yeah pretty uh, totally pretty amazing yeah, I mean, when you this have is... um, a Mario and a Zelda game coming out in the same year, you know you're. I would say good. this this has to be the best year Nintendo has had since the Switch was released. Because, like you said, you got sure. a Mar- brand new Mario, you got a brand new Zelda, um, you've got uh, got two Marios uh, pretty much. Though. Mario, I would say you got a hit Mario RPG and another one announced. Um, it's just. They're, they're a new Pikmin. Uh, Bayonetta, I think, came out within the past year. Not in, in this calendar year, but certainly within the past 12 months. Like, they're really... It's really kind of the biggest year they've had. Plus, with all the Mario Kart DLC. Yeah, totally. It's what, It was a bang-up year for the Switch and Nintendo in general. But in video games, like, there was, you know, you look outside of that, there was the um, Spider-Man 2, you have Alan Wake 2, you have, like, Baldur's Gate 3, just, like, a lot of really big games. Yeah, and and I will probably never have time to play any of them. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I, I, uh, if you have a Game Pass, which I know you do, I th- at least think that you should try Baldur's Gate 3. I haven't talked about it a lot on the podcast because it's a really big game and I'm not sure that I really love it, but it's a, um, it seems like it's a you game, honestly. I, it feels like a really Justin ass Justin game. It feels like Skyrim, but just like, uh, well, I don't know. You, 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 you just go watch a video maybe and see if it, if it piques your interest. I'll keep I'll keep an eye on it. The last thing I need is another you know game to lose four hundred hours into, like I did eight hundred hours into. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So well, that and that's what that game is. But at least I know I I get my money's worth. I didn't personally get into it. Yeah, yeah, and especially because it's on you know if it's a Game Pass game, like it's like a no brainer, you know. So yeah. Um, right. Okay. Well, what else? I don't think there was any other news except for what you had, and I know that you, it's not really Nintendo news, but it's it's video game industry news. So let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it's it will be Nintendo news someday. But uh, sure, Rockstar. Uh, well, Rockstar had announced earlier this week that a trailer for Grand Theft Auto Six was going to be released. Um, as of the as of recording today, Tuesday, December fifth, it was supposed to come out this morning. Um, it actually came out twelve hours prior, so last night um, it came out, um, and I watched it. It looks like visually, looks it looks incredible. fantastic. Like it's yeah. it's this is this is the game that I wanted a next gen system for. Like I I. Grand Theft Auto has always been a system seller for me. It's why I wanted a PlayStation 2. It's why I wanted an Xbox 360. Um, you know, so um, I'm eager yeah. for this game to come out. They didn't even bother trying to hopefully maybe get it out the door by 2024. Um, this straight up announced for 2025 so they're telling us it's coming now but you're not going to get to play it for over a year so but um it's as everybody predicted set in vice city which is their Mm -hmm. um you know uh, miami uh knockoff uh it looks looks like there's gonna be yeah it looks like there's gonna be just like uh gta 5 there's gonna be a lot more environment there's like a swamp like like a like an Everglades style area. I've heard rumors that they're going to have a theme park um, somewhere in it. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, your your trailer parks and your rural areas and and all that. So right, right. Having having lived in Florida, this will be especially fun because you know I'll get to see some. I've never been to Miami, but you know I lived. I lived in uh, Orlando and I spent a lot of time around Orlando, Daytona, you know, that area. So um, it'll be fun to see some familiar things. Uh, those of you who know what the I-4 eyesore is, I'm really hoping that makes an appearance in some in some form. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I love the Grand Theft Auto games. It looks like they've taken a lot of what they learned with Red Dead Redemption 2 and they're applying that because again all the natural environments look really good but you know it was just kind of a teaser trailer story trailer not not really any real gameplay not really any details or anything like that so it's probably going to be i'm going to say e3 before we see anything else of this game I'm looking at memes now of I4 Isor and I don't understand it at all but there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um uh Simba what are you doing here? Um the I don't google things while you're supposed to be podcasting. It'll get you distracted. <laughs> Um, okay well what else what else uh I I I you're kind of honestly wanting me to making me want to play Grand Theft Auto, even though I've never played a Grand Theft Auto aside from the Chinatown Wars, which is a really good game act, by the way. Um, it is that if they don't, I, if, if they don't release Grand Theft Auto four or five or six on a Nintendo system, at the very least remaster and re-release Chinatown Wars. Cause we know the switch can run it. The PSP could run it. 
Sure. Yeah. It's gotta be able to play pretty much. I mean, the switch can, has to be able to play grand theft auto five too. Right. Because it's a, uh, it's, wasn't that an originally a PS four game? It was originally PS three and Xbox three sixty. So, like, if they wanted to do, like, a bare-bones release of, of Grand Theft Auto V on the Switch, it's certainly technologically possible. I mean, you're not going to get even PlayStation 4, Xbox One quality graphics or anything, but they could. it would still be playable if they just wanted yeah. to port the, that, that generation's version of it. And I don't know why they haven't. Maybe they're, you know, they've released... Uh, L.A. Noir. They've released the the trilogy. They've released Red Dead Redemption. So maybe they're just kind of dipping their toes in to see if it's worth releasing something big like Grand Theft Auto V or even Grand Theft Auto IV on the Switch. But it really seems like yeah. the perfect place for a game like that. Yeah, the um, there's got to be an audience for that, right? Especially on the Switch at this point with the you know, it, it's not a. It's it, Nintendo doesn't just sell kids consoles anymore. You know, I remember that used to be the uh, the whole thing back in like the GameCube ga- days. You know, oh, it's yeah. for it's for babies. But you know, like no, like the Switch is kind of for everybody, and like everybody likes to play games, and sometimes games are mature. You know. Yeah, I mean Skyrim, uh, The Witcher Three. I mean these games not only came out on the Switch, but they've sold well. Doom. Uh, you know, these, these are games that are actually being, finding success on the Switch, so I see no reason that, you know, a Grand Theft Auto 5 or, you know, maybe a scaled down Red Dead Redemption 2 or something like that couldn't be done on, on the Switch, you know, just, you know, remove a few polygons, you know, uh, blur a few textures, just (laughs) let me play it on my portable. Maybe they're waiting for the... Yeah, maybe they're waiting for the rumored Switch uh, 2 that's, you know, gosh, like if it's going to be announced, you think that Nintendo's going to be doing the announcing here soon if the rumors are true that it's going to be coming out next year, but you never know, you know? Yeah, I think it was, I want to say it was November of 2016 when they announced the Switch, so, um, and then it yeah, came out true. in March, so I March. imagine mm-hmm. if... So I imagine if the the follow-up is coming out next year, we'll probably hear about it sometime within the next few months. But I think we're more likely to hear about it at the next E3 or that, since E3 doesn't exist anymore, um, you know, that, that period yeah. of time or maybe that March to get it in before the fiscal year ends and get that stock bump. Yeah, I feel like we were starting to, like, the cycle is about the same as it was last time, it feels like. We're starting to hear a little bit rumors, a little bit whispers, and then I think we started to see, like, you know, I th- I can't remember if it was, like, uh, leaks of, like, uh, the the trademarks or, like, the, the, what am I trying to, like, the drawings or whatever, yeah. you know, like, the, whatever, the, whatever that that's called. I, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, it Patents. seems like we're... Thank you. The yeah, patents. the patents seems... for having like yeah the system that can be played handheld and then docked to a TV. Yeah, that was we were hearing about that for I want to say two years before they even officially announced it. Yes, and I, I feel like it's been kind of quiet as to what the new switch is going to be. But maybe it literally is just going to be a more powerful switch, and I'm here for that. Honestly, it seems like that's kind of what want people VR. want. I I kind of <laughs> do too. But if it's going to be VR, I want Nintendo to just go whole hog. I think we talked about this. I wanted it to be like holograms or like AR, you know, like they're going to like AR would be the way to go. I think bring back the 3DS screen. Just just give me a 3D, a a 3D switch. That's that would be perfect. Yeah, I I mean, I miss Face Raiders. That was so cool. (laughs) I still probably have like a, you know, 20 something year old uh, self photo of my uh me and you know a bunch of my family members and stuff so yeah it's like the only picture i ever put in face raiders was a picture of my cat so (laughs) sure so 
So that that's been the only enemy I've ever had in that game. But <laughs> yeah, like Nintendo always wants to do 3D, uh, maybe maybe VR or another lenticular screen is the way they're gonna go with the Switch. Who knows? We yeah. can only speculate at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll we'll know soon enough. I'm I'm more excited to play the games that we have um, out now. Like I still haven't even. <laughs> gotten super mario rpg yet i mean like still finishing up uh 100 mario wonder i guess that's a good segue into what we've been playing so let's do that um i'm just gonna start because i think that you said said that yours section might be a little light um anyway so uh let's go, go um i've been playing I've, I've been playing mario wonder trying to get that thing finished i i think i mentioned that i finally got it like beat but i need to do the 100 percenting of it all like getting all the coins getting all like the secret exits and everything like that um i i don't know i haven't looked into it yet but i don't know if they like goalpost where all the secret exits are i i think you can kind of tell if there's like an extra wonder seed maybe in the level that's usually a good indicator that yeah. there's a secret exit there yeah i'm trying to think uh, if I've noticed any differences when I've... I think I've only found maybe one or two secret exits, but I've also... You're probably way ahead of me in the game anyway, so... Sure. Yeah, I... Um, I... I, I want to say that it's probably... The, the, there's there's a, not a whole lot of them, but I, there's enough that I'm wondering if I'm going to need to get um, like a strategy guide or something. You know, I, I don't want to get to that point yet. I want to see if I can 100% it by myself. Um, just, but um, yeah, just Google it. Why 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 buy a, a oh a that's waste what of I paper, meant. You know, <laughs> that, that's yeah. what that's what I meant by when I said strategy guide. Oh, okay. I meant really like YouTube. put it into Google and yeah, look at a YouTube video or something. That's just such an old thing, I guess. Right? Strategy guides don't even like happen anymore, really, unless they're collector's editions, I guess. Yeah, was, uh, uh, even even at uh, the last couple of strategy guides I did buy, I bought just for the entertainment value and collectability. Like I don't even think I read them. <laughs> Right, yeah. The like all the artwork in the that's the reason I still keep mine around. Like I still have the old Ocarina of Time uh, players guide from Prima, and then I have the I think I have like a Nintendo one as well. Um, I but have, I know there was like, go yeah, ahead. I, I have uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Perfect Dark, and I think one other by Versus Books. They were always my Versus favorite because they I love Versus too. Yeah, because yeah. they were they were funny. Like those are fun yeah. to read. Um, I remember the GoldenEye versus one. That one was just I, the because they I like did, were making. That one I didn't have. I'm pretty sure with that one they were making like more. You know, it was a lot of a lot adult humor there. You know, I was like, oh, there you guys are going there. Uh, but and and I'm pretty sure I had the official Nintendo strategy guide for Donkey Kong 64. Um, it actually came with, uh, when I renewed my subscription to Nintendo Power. Okay. Um, and I also got the banana yellow N64 controller, which apparently is a nice. collector's item now. Um, yeah, I, um, but, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's I do, awesome. I do miss those days, but now, you know, like, I have those, uh, those hardcover Zelda books, the Hyrule Historia and all those, um, and I right. have them both in hardcover and on Kindle, and I've barely even opened them in either format. So, like, sure. books are books are pretty much wasted on me. Yeah, sure. I yeah. Anymore, I don't you know don't look at any of that stuff. I remember when I left GameStop. Um, gosh, it was actually EB Games at that point. But anyways, <laughs> um, when I was like you know leaving that store and going to another one the, the one of the things that i made sure to do because the eb games had a bunch of strategy guides and the at the time gamestop didn't carry as many i made sure to buy a bunch of strategy guides for like just random games with my um with my discount so i have like just uh, i don't even know just a huge box of just a bunch of strategy guides for games that i've never even played <laughs> i think i actually have like a collector's edition like Skyrim um, strategy guide oh, now that I think about it. Um, 
I have a friend who would who would always whenever they what they call penny them out, you know, like they need to clear yes. out the stocks so they yes. sell them for a penny. Yeah, he he has a bunch of a them bunch of and gave me a bunch of them, and I have some of the the posters and standees and signs and all that because he worked there. So this is probably past the statute of the limitations, and even if it's not, don't come at me, GameStop. But I used to do that kind of stuff all the time. Like, so one of the things that you would never be able to, um, if it was damaged, a lot of the times they would say, okay, send it back to the manufacturer. But sometimes if something was damaged, um, it would just say destroy it or, you know, like throw it away. So I would like claim that a bunch of like xbox and accessories like a you know like the little keypad i'd say oh yeah it's damaged and it's like i could throw it away and i was like i will don't worry right at the back of my trunk um and um <laughs> i did a lot of weird nefarious things that because i was an assistant manager making seven dollars an hour and um <laughs> i would take advantage of things like that yeah that's, that sounds about right um i got my uh, Xbox 360 HD DVD drive when I worked at GameStop because nobody, like, it had gotten traded in and, you know, they were, HD DVD was already dead. Nobody yep. wanted it. It was just sitting in the back room, which was, like, the size of a, a closet. And yep. I was just like, hey, um, I'll just buy this thing. Like, how much is it <laughs> going for the... Uh, I think it was like 30 bucks or something like that. I'm like, sure, I'll take it, you know? Right. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's kind of how I got mine too. I, I actually did pay for that one, but it was uh, one of those things where um, I think yeah, It that wasn't worth anything and they weren't trying to sell it. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I, I think at that point the Blu-ray had basically won out and you know they had already announced that HD DVDs were not going to be manufactured anymore. So like it just kept marking the price down, marking the price down. And at some point, I think I bought it for like 50 bucks or something. I was like, okay, whatever. I'll buy this and a bunch of HD DVD movies. I have like the Heroes Season 2 or something like that on <laughs> HD DVD yeah. and a bunch of random I, I stuff. I think I have the uh... – I think I have uh, Blade Runner in HD DVD and, and The Matrix and a couple of others. Um, anyway, yeah. games that you've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was talking about Mario Wonder somehow. Um, that, that game <laughs> continues what to amaze there? me, though. I I, I know there was a thread going around uh, Twitter or X. I'll never call it X. What, who am I kidding? Um, going around Twitter the other day about, like, what sucks about Super Mario Wonder, and people were, like, kind of going ham on it. Um, and I, I saw some of the complaints. It's like, oh, yeah, the, the elephant suit kind of sucks, and it's it's fine. But the, the thing that, that's missing that those people, like, don't take into account, in my opinion, is just, like, the gameplay or the the – design of the levels is some of the best level designs that I, I think we say this pretty much every time a Mario game comes out, but they continue to surpass themselves. It's some of the best Mario level designs that there's ever been Mario level designed, you know, like it's, it's some incredible stuff. I, and a lot of it is just one off, you know, like a lot of video game yeah. companies, I feel like would take some of the things that they're doing in one level of Mario wonder and make an entire game based about it, you know, like and Nintendo's yeah, nothing like, ever really gets nothing really gets old in in that game because you know you do yeah. something once and maybe they'll bring it back later on in the game once or twice, but you're not gonna have a yeah. whole a whole like series of levels based around it. You're gonna get a one and done, and the next thing's gonna be you know completely different. Yeah, so I feel like the the level design alone makes up for like maybe some of the lack in innovation of the items, you know? Cause I, yeah, I, okay. There's spoiler alert. I think there's like four or five items, you know? So there's not a whole lot of them. Um, and I don't love the new items as much as some of the old items in the past. Yeah. I, I, I tend to stick to the fire flower and the, um, the elephant suit for the most part, but you know, it's interesting what they've done with some of the things like I, have you got the drill? I do love suit the bubble yet? flower. I think I, I got it once. Um, okay. I've gotten the bubble flower a couple of times. Uh, no, wait, no, I don't think I have gotten the drill suit. Now that I stop and think about it, um, but I've definitely just gotten the bubble flower a couple of times, and uh, no, obviously the fire flower and elephant suit are are like the first things you get. 
Yeah, and I think the 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 bubble flower is is cool too. It's not my favorite, but I do love just like spamming the whole level with bubbles, <laughs> and then just like yeah. going forward, and then you just like there's just a bunch of coins floating around because you just bubbled yeah. up a billion goombas or whatever. Um, so and that's then you can fun. bounce off um, of them. Yeah, it, it it definitely provides some interesting um, secrets too, you know, because there's like, especially with the drill suit, if you're not, um, so the the drill suit, what, what you can do is you can like drill down into the level and kind of like, you know, mole around. And what that lets you do is it lets you like walk through certain walls because there's like a, you know, a little indicator on the bottom right of the wall or like the bottom left of the wall in showing that you can, oh yeah, you can like go through that with a drill suit. And if you're not um, carefully looking at the level, you can miss a lot of that stuff, you know? And I, I do appreciate that. So I appreciate that aspect of it. But, you know, it's, not the, it's just not the most exciting um, power-up, you know? It's not – it ain't no Cat Mario suit, you know? It ain't no, like, Fire Flower, you know? Like it, 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 so I can definitely see those complaints. But at the end of the day, I'm, I don't care. I'm just yeah. having the most fun – Cause I'm looking like the other day I was playing this level that was like pretty much Kaizo Mario. And I just wanted to freaking throw my controller. So I went back to another <laughs> level that I knew that I liked with the, um, with a bunch of like singing and rainbows and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, that's why I love this <laughs> game. This, this, that, this, that, this is what, what I love about it. And then I went back and I tried to beat it again. I still don't think I've beaten that, the, the, the level fully getting like the excellent, um, cause you know how you jump on the top of the flagpole, you get like the excellent or, or no, it's called mm. wonderful actually. Um, so I haven't gotten like everything on, on that level. I just barely beat it. And I was like, I'm never going back that is, until I have to again. I remember doing that in, I don't know. I, I don't know whether that was a thing in new super Mario brothers on the DS, but I do remember, um, super Mario 3d land having the thing where, you know, if you reach the top of the flagpole in every level, that was one, that was like the most frustrating, um, achievement, quote unquote, to get in that game, because, you know, you could spend 10, yeah. 15 minutes on a level, get all the way to the end and screw up that last jump and you got to go back and do it all again. <laughs> so I'm not bothering, know, like if I, I miss know. a wonder seed, if. If I miss a wonder seed, if I miss a flagpole, I'm like, screw it. I will. I'm sure I'll be playing this game again two, three years from now. I'll go back and fill in my checklist then. And, and see, I, I I wish I had your um, commitment there because I I've already told myself I'm going to. 100% this game so once I just tell myself that I just kind of got to do it I guess and I if I put it down I just know that I will not come back to it and do that so that's what I'm gonna do I'm just gonna 100% this game and then move on with my life kind of like I did with uh, Elden Ring I got really super hyper obsessive with that back then that's my War Mario wonder right now you know like I'm like I have to do everything. It, it, I don't know why, but when a game like really captivates me, it you know I just want to do everything. So, um, okay, well that's Mario Wonder. Um, let me talk about some of the other games I've been played. I suppose um, I I went back a couple of weeks ago and I played and beat Ocarina of Time, and that really wanted got me wanting to go back and play Majora's Mask. So I did. I booted up um, the 3DS version actually because I. Uh, unlike Lucas, who doesn't like that version, I love the quality of life stuff. I love the visual changes. I, I just like all of it. it. It just feels like a more complete game, in my opinion, the 3DS version. So I went and did all uh, that, and I'm playing that right now. I don't know if I'm going to do everything, like get all of the masks. Like I, That feels like a lot. But um, what I'm going to do is definitely beat this game. And I'm on the the third dungeon right now so I, I think there's four of them yeah there's four and then the moon part or whatever um so yeah, yeah i'm it feels like i'm on my way to uh beating this game um so stay tuned to that do you are you a majora's mask lover do you like that game or did you i can't remember if you liked it or didn't like it or were indifferent to it or i i did i did like it i've only beaten it once and that was on the wii I think um, I had it on the Virtual Console on the Wii, and that's where I finally beat it. I bought it day one when it came out, you know, 
however many years ago that was. Um, and much like Shadow Man, I had like two or three false starts, but I never really got the hang of how to play the game until I sat down with, you know, the, the virtual console and a strategy guide and... You know, just sat down and said, all right, I'm going to play this game from start mm -hmm. to finish and finally beat it. And much like I did with, uh, you know, Shadow Man recently, um, I figure if I'm going to sit down and play this game, I'm going to 100% it. So I did, I don't know whether I 100%ed sure. it, but I definitely got all of the masks. Uh, so, right. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I, but that was the only time. I have it on the 3DS. I've played it as far as you know, the, the first uh, three-day cycle when you get, you know, when you regain the ability to be human Link, uh, but I haven't gone right. any right. further than that in the game on the 3DS. Uh, someday, hopefully. Yeah. You know what? If the rumors are true, about, and I don't really... Uh believe much in it but like apparently the next switch is going to have two screens i kind of hope that happens because man having your items on the bottom screen in a zelda game is a godsend oh my god i couldn't imagine how much of a boon that would be for tears of the kingdom or breath of the wild like oh my god just imagine having your freaking items just down I, there that you can select oh my I, jesus christ i was thinking about that i was thinking about that last night and how you know even if they release the hd remakes of wind waker and twilight princess on the switch you're still gonna lose the the you know the game yeah functionality and 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 god being able to switch the uh like iron boots uh with ocarina of time and and twilight mm -hmm. princess just by tapping on it and all that like like it's just such a great feature um e e i hope that they can implement the what they did with the wii u into the next system where you can have a handheld screen but have a screen up on the tv because yeah i think yeah. that was really convenient in many ways rather than having a two screens in your hand but Again, yeah, we're speculating that, again. <laughs> well, I mean, while we're on the speculation train, I mean, that's that seems like the logical next step, right? Like maybe the dock has some kind of uh, Chromecastian uh, functionality where you can Chromecast or Nintendo cast. Or they'll call it like Mario cast or something dumb like that. You'll um, superstar cast it over to the TV and you can still have your switch screen, you know, doing stuff like that would be so cool. You know, like that seems like the logical next step. I hope that they do that because it is a cool, cool feature to have. Like just being able, like you said, like I, I don't care that I have to switch my iron boots a million times in Ocarina of Time when I'm playing it on the 3DS because who cares? Like it's literally just the push of a button, you know, like, like of your, you just yeah. move your finger down. You don't have to go into a menu or anything. It, it's great. It's a great, great feature. I, I forget how much I miss that until I go back and play a Wii U or a 3DS <laughs> game. Honestly, like it's, it's, you know, it, it, I, I love it. Yeah, it's like going from uh, playing Link's Awakening on the Switch to playing the Game Boy version and remembering how many times you had to open up the menu and swap one the item on one button to another item and then do one thing and sure. then open up the menu and then swap items again. And you know when you play it on the Switch, you've just got the one button and then the other button right. always does the same thing. So, And then you got like 14 yeah, other buttons to use. Yeah, I kind of forgot use. about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because A and B, you couldn't always have your sword out because right. like, it, you might have your feather or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or your shield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... like... Right. Like, you had to push a button to use the shield. Like, it was it was such a weird right. setup. <laughs> right. Yeah, so... Okay, well, that was Majora's Mask. The only other thing I'll talk about is... Because um, I feel like I'm contractually obligated to um, Pokemon Go. Um... They're not paying me to talk about it. I've been paying them, unfortunately. I was going to so say, they, for somebody um, who is constantly frustrated with the game, you certainly give it a lot of press. 
I know, I know, I know. It's it's like a it's like a domestic violence relationship and like I have <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, you know, like it's terrible. But, um, okay. So they got me, they got me to spend some damn money. My uh, son has an account and he's actually kind of been playing and now he doesn't have any freaking space in his Pokebox and he doesn't have any space in his items. And we were just like, eh, it's fine. We'll just, you just delete the Pokemon. It's, you know, it's cool. It's fine. But he doesn't like that anymore. He's not about that. Can't delete his Pikachus. So um, they I, released I, a... I only have one of most of my Pokemon. Like, if there's a variant, I'll have, you know, like one of each variant. But I've had to... Because they've released so many Pokemon in it, I've had to expand my storage, like, numerous times. Because I'll go yeah. through them, like, like, I can't get rid of any. Or, you know... Yeah, like if I exactly. evolve one, I always make sure that I still have one of the previous versions, so I can still have, you know, a, a Charmander and a Charizard and a, you know, to whatever the other right. one is, like you know, right? Yeah. So um, the the Niantic actually released a pretty good box or a uh, package or whatever but it wasn't available to like me or my wife's account I, I feel like it was only for like you know it's like a new player box or whatever type of thing you know they can kind of probably detect like player levels and you know all that kind of stuff and anyways what that box was it, it was a uh it was like three dollars in hard human cash you couldn't even use like the coins for <laughs> it but what was inside the box was you got a hundred coins which is basically a dollar's worth of coins um that you can spend Plus, it came with a um, an expansion for, I think it was the Pokemon storage. So I bought two of those, and then I used the 200 coins uh, that um, you get for you know from the box to buy a expansion for the item storage. So now he has an extra, I think it's like an extra hundred Pokemon and an extra 50 items uh, spaces, and <laughs> that made him happy, and it made me happy too because now we can uh, all go Pokemon together, and you know, don't have to like worry about the storage running out at least for the time being but um yeah that's kind of pokemon go there was a there wasn't an event recently i know that there's they're gearing up for one here in december which is going to be the um so if you're not in the know there's a bunch there's community days for pokemon right the community days are basically a guaranteed shiny for a specific Pokemon. It may even be the first time that that Pokemon has been released shiny. Um, so in December, there is a um, event usually that lets you catch all of the Pokemon that were previous Community Day Pokemon. All in one day. So we're kind of excited yeah. for that one. Um, not that we missed any of the community days, but, you know, it's always cool to get shiny Pokemon. And um, they always make a big old event out of it, so we'll probably spend, like, the 99 cents or whatever for the game ticket. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, Pokemon Go, and that, I've been talking a lot, um, so I'm going to let you talk. Um, what, what, are you, what have you been playing? It's a good thing that you told me pre-show that it's going to be short, I guess. Yeah, there's not not a whole lot. Um, mostly uh, Mario uh, RPG um, and just little things in the background. But um, there is one game that I've been playing for the past few weeks that I keep on forgetting to mention. So uh, I'm going to spend my time doing that. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned the game uh, Beam NG Drive uh, in previous weeks. That's right. So yeah, as a game that I've been wanting to try, wanting to play, played a little bit of. Well, a couple of weekends ago, I actually just sat down and and just played hours of it. And, uh, you know, I've got my little mini PC on my desk. I actually have a, a, a wireless uh, keyboard with a trackpad on it now, so I could bring it downstairs, hook it up to the, to the TV, and... And, you know, sit on the couch and, and play games on it now. So, uh, but, yeah, played some BeamMG Drive, uh, downloaded a whole bunch of mods with uh, levels and cars. All of my favorite nice. cars I downloaded. Any car that I've ever owned, um, if I could find nice. a mod of it, I downloaded it. Um, 
I got get myself a ninety three Sentra for sure. Yeah, yep, I my uh, I got a Saab nine hundred Turbo because my brother used nice. to drive one of those, and you know my parents have always had Saabs, so I downloaded a whole bunch of nine threes, nine fives, stuff like that. Um, I was trying to find uh, my first car was a nineteen eighty four Volkswagen Golf, uh, and. You can ask Brandon uh, next time he's on because he had actually bought it from me. But uh, this thing was just like as bare bones as a car could be. Uh, stick shift, crank <laughs> windows, crank sunroof, um, no power okay. steering, no cruise control. Um, I don't even think it had a tape deck. Uh, Might have just been like an AM FM radio. <laughs> like, like, and... And sadly enough, I cannot find a mod of that car or anything like it on on anything that I've looked at. But that's too bad. It's fun because you know I downloaded a bunch of these uh, courses that people have made and modified that all have like stunt jumps or they've got uh, you know like just tricks and stuff that you can do or rough terrain that that's you know difficult to drive over and. It's amazing how fun it is to just drive in this game. Um, there's one level that has like kind of like a cliffside dirt road, like single lane cliffside sure. dirt road. And so I'm driving down at 50, 60 miles an hour, trying to whip around the turns and go up and down the hills <laughs> without flying off. And uh, you can, you know, set a, a save point. Point. So, you know, if I screw up a run, I can go back to it and try it again. Um, like, this is literally, like, it's a physics toy. That's all it is. It's like a driving physics toy, but it's so much fun to play with. Uh, there's a, uh, like, a stunt thing that's floating hundreds of feet up in the air. And so, like, you can drive all the way up to the top of it, and there's a ramp you can launch your car off, or there's a loop-de-loop you can drive through, and then you just watch the car fly through the air and plummet to the ground, and just, like, uh, it's it's so much fun, and it's so satisfying just watching the car crumple and, and realistically, like, if you bump into something, it'll show you, um, you've played, uh, pot, uh the... The pod racing game on N sixty four, right? Oh yeah, totally love that game. You know, how actually, I, I bought I bought it on the Switch. Yeah. All right. So you know how if you just kind of bump into a wall or another thing, it shows you that little meter that shows like the damage to the. Yeah. That's basically what it does on on this game. Is like if you just like graze a. Uh, uh, another car or a guardrail or whatever, it'll show you, you know, slight damage to the bumper or whatever. So it tells you, like, what you're doing to the car realistically as you're doing That's these things. Cool. So you can kind of, like, like, I'll just go, like, head on with another car at <laughs> 70 miles an hour and the car will just limp away from it, but you'll see, like, the the radiators busted, and you'll see the, the heater, you know, the, the heat levels on the engine raise up and up and up and up. Right. Uh, until, like, the engine just dies on you. If your car gets flipped upside down or, or at too much of an angle, the oil will drain out of the engine and cause it to stall, like... It's just fun messing with these with these things, and like I see videos on on YouTube and and Facebook all the time where people like build these elaborate test things where like they'll set up a bunch sure. of uh, like tankers. Like here's ten tankers in a row. Let's see which car can jump over all ten of them, and you you know watch a car go out over like you know five or six of them, and then just nose dive into into one of them. Right. You know, flip end over end over the over the rest of them, and you know it. It's just fun to it's just fun to watch. It's fun to play with. I spent hours doing it last weekend. Um, if I have the ambition to bring my computer down here, I'll probably play some more of it tonight. Um, well, I was gonna say I'm surprised that you haven't played it in VR yet because that that um, version just got announced like a couple of months ago. I want to say there's a I, VR I version of feed. it. Yeah, like uh, just got announced. Is it like Steam VR or or 
Um, I think it's for like Quest Three. Like I saw people t- posting pic- uh, them playing it on their like their you know what you have. Huh. I'm uh, I'm gonna have to look into that because that will be that would be. I want to say fun, but probably nausea-inducing, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> like, anything first-person in that, VR that... can can be, can be uh, stomach-churning for me, but... <laughs> Honestly, I, mean... I see people on uh, um, TikTok, uh, they pop into my feed playing that game. And I think it's because of you, by the way, because I, um, like, Googled it one day, and, like, it, you know, <laughs> like, now it's in my algorithm. Now I like that. Now I now I love this game. But, no, it's really cool right. seeing it because they've, uh, um, the, 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 the way that they have it set up, like, the, I don't know if you've ever watched, like, people doing VR on, like, social media, but, like, they have, like, their whole room yeah, sort of. and everything, right? Yeah, so, I was so gonna say, I've seen, like, the, 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 the Beat Saber ones, where you're looking at yes, them at, like, a 45-degree angle. Yeah. Yes. So, I've seen somebody doing that same thing, but with uh, this driving game, and they have, like, you know, their steering wheel set up, and, like, their pedals and everything, but, like, they're just, they have, like, the, you know, the Quest headset on and like as you like I have this this is the game honestly that would kind of make me want to get a, a quest because I think driving in VR would be fun you like look to your left and your right and you can like you know yeah. see like the the other cars or whatever I think that would be so cool I think it'd be really neat I, I might have to look that up it might be something that I have to like like broadcast from my computer to the VR but I know that's possible like it's built into the to the quest um, and I have yeah the steering wheel and pedals for Mario Kart for the Switch. I wonder if I can, you know, that's USB. So I wonder if I can, you know, plug that into, you know, my computer and, oh. and use that. I might have to fiddle with a few things here cuz uh that, that would be cool. Yeah, um, no, I you should try that. You should try that if you can get into it. Uh aside from that, the only other thing I really have to talk about um I got that PlayStation controller I was talking about uh, last week, showing off last week. I finally got a chance to play some Spider-Man with it, and uh, so the layout is definitely far more comfortable. Like, I don't feel like I'm fighting with the controller to figure out where my thumbs should be when I'm when I'm playing with this controller. Sure. Um, I haven't programmed any of the macro buttons, but as I showed off last week, there are like six or maybe eight macro buttons on the thing, so I could probably like put an entire uh, put put an entire list of like fatalities on one button if I wanted to in Mortal Kombat. So I'm gonna have to look into sure. into how to program those. Um, the only complaint I have of it thus far is. It is a little on the bulky side. I have pretty big hands, so big controllers don't bother me, but this thing's this thing's somewhere between the DualSense, which is already a big controller to begin with, and mm-hmm. like the Xbox Duke. Like it's it's sure. it's that bulky that it's even bigger than the DualSense, and like I kind of feel like my hands are wrapping around it. Uh so it is more ergonomic than the dual sense, at least as far as I'm concerned. But um, yeah, the stems are a little bulkier than than I'm used to, so it does kind of feel big. I have not tried it with a game that uses the the haptic trigger buttons, so I'll have to mm-hmm. boot up some you know like Cyberpunk or something like that and and give that a try and see if those triggers are haptic, because uh, I don't know one way or the other. But um. I mean, I certainly, I certainly would not pay full price for this thing. I, it's two hundred and fifty dollars brand new. I bought it refurbished sure. off of Amazon with a, uh, with like a fifty dollar gift card. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like like, I paid more than I normally would for any controller, and it was still less than half the price of brand new. So. Like, only get this thing if you absolutely yeah. need it, or you can get a fantastic deal. But if you're old like me and Eugene, and you hate the PlayStation controller layout, um, this is a pretty, this is a pretty good uh, replacement. I can only hope that someday somebody comes out with something cheaper. 
Yeah. I don't even care. Like, I don't even care nice if it's if wired. It... Like this can be used wired or wirelessly, and it does have a dongle. Um, so I was mistaken about that. Uh, it does have a USB dongle you have to plug in, but mm -hmm. um, but you can play it wired or wireless. I don't even care if they do like a wired controller because I used to play my PS3 with a wired, uh, like rock candy controller because of the layout of it and sure. you know whatever. I'll just move the system closer, but. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I cannot stand uh, the, the asymmetric. Uh, yeah, I can't stand that layout. So, like, I would if I were ever to get a PlayStation of any sort, I, that would be a must. It's silly that you can't just in this day and age with Bluetooth and everything. Just like I can't just like take my Bluetooth Xbox controller over to my PlayStation and just like sync it. Like, I get it. Like they're you, competitors and you stuff. But like, can with with adapters. Um, like you can use an Xbox controller on PlayStation or on the Switch or a Switch controller, and you know you can like buy adapters to do that. It's sometimes a little wonky, especially since the DualSense has the 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 touchpad, which you don't oh, have sure. on any other controller. It's got the haptic triggers, which you don't have on any other controller. So you lose a lot of that. It has a, the speaker built into it, which you don't have on any other controller. That's so you true. lose a lot of functionality. Like the DualSense from a technological, um, like it's probably the best controller as far as features that is hasn't been made by Nintendo. Um, sure. Because it has all these features that you normally would expect from a Nintendo controller, the touchpad and the speaker and all that. Um, but I just hate that layout. And there is another company that makes uh, PlayStation controllers. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head, but you can actually like move the parts around. So you can have like a Wii U layout with the two joysticks on top. You can have a PlayStation with the two joysticks on the bottom. You can swap the 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 joystick with the D pad on one side, or you know sure. whatever. Like it's. It's also expensive, and the reviews for it aren't as good as the Wolverine controller. Um, but, you know, like, if you're looking for some way to use that sort of controller layout, there are other options. But, and I'm sure China will come up with something that'll do everything, because... <laughs> exactly. Know, all, of, all of my third-party Switch controllers are from China, because you still get the vibration and the motion controls and the... NFC, NFC compatibility yeah. that you don't yeah. get with officially licensed controllers for some stupid it, reason. It's so silly. Yeah, that's why I've never gotten a Power A. I, I think it was on your recommendation that I got a couple of um, uh, Japanese – or not Japanese, Chinese Joy-Cons because, yeah, it just yeah. kind of – it does it all. You get a third-party Joy-Con and it's missing something. It's always missing something. Yeah. Um, like I, what I really wish I could find is – a Joy-Con controller with, <laughs> ironically, with the PlayStation layout, with the D-pad in the upper <laughs> right, because there's so many Switch games that are better on the D-pad, and I don't... Sure. The only controller I have with the D-pad in the primary location are the two 8-bit-do controllers, um, and when I'm playing in bed, you know, I like to have the one controller in each hand, and I can't do that. Anyway, um, yeah, BMNG Drive, good fun. Um, it's PC only right now, so you know if you've got Steam or whatever, you know check it out. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much the only new thing I have to talk about. I feel like I bought something sure. recently, but I haven't played it, so you know. <laughs> sure. Well, I guess you'll remember um, in a Discord message 15 minutes after we end the podcast, and then we'll talk about it next week. Inevitably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, we did it. We made an episode. It was a lot longer than last episode, so thank you, the news gods, for having given us <laughs> stuff to talk about this week. Um, we'll be talking about some more stuff next week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, everybody who's um, listening here today. We'll catch you guys later on. Bye-bye. Adios. See you real soon.